You're listening to the Seminary of Hard Knocks podcast, episode 69. I'm bringing you four marketing tips that churches need to be aware of in this century. Let's do this, shall we? Welcome to the Seminary of Hard Knocks, a podcast designed to help you master church communications and social media. These are practical solutions from the trenches that any church can use. Now, let's join your host, Seth Muse, opening in select theaters. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Seminary of Hard Knocks podcast. I'm Seth. I'm so glad you're with me. Thanks for listening. And guys, if you find this content to be helpful, I would really love it if you could go into iTunes and do a rating and review for the show. Uh, Mucho gracias for doing that. That'd be super helpful. But uh, I have some stuff for you today that I'm really excited about. In in the Facebook group that you can get into at sethmuse.com slash groups, I have, I have a lot of people that are, that are uh, also communicators in that group. And so I try to bring some content into that group that I, you can only get there. So I went live a couple of weeks ago on a Saturday while I was at my church by myself, just walking around in one of the lobbies and we, we were getting ready to promote some things. And so some of these ideas were running through my head and I was like, there are four things that we're really using here that are valuable tactics for church communicators. Think four things that you can actually use some ideas on how to market an, an event and get people excited about what's going on at your church because we want them to come to our church. We want them to come to connect with people. We really want them to connect with Jesus because that's why we're doing this. So how do we get people to show up at events in a time of our history where nobody wants to leave their house? Everything's automated. It's all online. How do we get them to show up? And these are four tactics that I think are helpful in doing that. And they don't all go at the same time. So I'm going to tell you what those four tactics are. Then we're going to listen to this content. I grabbed the audio, cleaned it up as best I can. I don't think it's real distracting, but several people in the group were like, hey, do a podcast on this. So I was like, all right, here we go. So I'll just actually share this, this audio and I cut out all the parts where I forgot what I was talking about and said, um, a lot, et cetera, et cetera. You know how we do. We put the best foot forward for you. But I want to give you these four tips real quick before we jump into the the Facebook Live audio that I had done in the group. Four tips for marketing. Here they are. Scarcity, number one. Number two, FOMO or fear of missing out. Number three, do for one what you wish you could do for everyone. And then four is post-marketing promotion. So promotion of the same event you just did after the event. So I'm going to talk about why that's important and what all those mean and how you can use them a little bit in this clip. And then when we come back at the end, I'll jump in and kind of do a little bit of a debrief, go through it again, and we'll be out. So this will be a quick one today. I'm excited about it. So here we go. church lobby and I'm all by myself. It's Saturday. We have a Saturday service that we're promoting right now. We're trying to get people to switch from Sunday to Saturday to make more room on Sundays for people who are guests and that are coming for the first time or second time and just to make room for them and their kids to be in our Sunday services. So we're trying to promote Saturday. And so through this, we've kind of been talking about some marketing tactics. I want to explain what each one of those are. I listed them in the, uh, in the, in the, what's that called? Description of this video. So as I walk around here, I want to tell you about a few of them. Probably won't go in order. Here they are. First of all, there's the idea of scarcity. Scarcity means that you could only get something somewhere at one particular time. It's this 
I can't find this just anywhere. I need to go to this one place, to this one person, to this one thing. So um, one of the things you can do for marketing in your church is not try to have everything everywhere. If you really want people to pay attention, let's say to a hope, to our hope app, that's what we have. We have an app and uh, they work, it works really well for us. But the reason it works is because we use scarcity. We only put things in the app that we only want in the app. And part of the reason for that is if you only put it in the app, they'll have to download the app to get the thing they want. So message notes, only in the app. Extras for the sermon, only in the app. Curriculum for home groups, really only in the app. We, technically it's on the website too, but we keep that private so the app can kick out to it and we say it's in the app. So creating scarcity is, a, is an important tactic to think about when you're trying to get people to do one thing, but they want this other thing, so you put the thing that they want in the thing that you want for them. Scarcity. The other thing is FOMO. That stands for fear of missing out. There is an idea, and it kind of goes along with scarcity. So this idea of if I don't go over here, I'm not going to get to do this. If I don't participate in this thing, if I don't download this app, if I don't go to this event, then I'm going to miss this other thing. I'm missing stuff. And this is where social media really comes into play. Social media is a powerful, powerful tool to use for creating a sense of someone missed something. And the best way you can do that is just documenting the event while it's going on on social media. You don't have to produce videos. You don't have to make it all perfect. Just take shots, take videos, and post it. Because when people see it, that means they're not there. And if they're not there, they're going to go, oh, man, look how fun that is. I'm missing it. Cool. That's why we post videos and stuff of our sermons and stuff, and our, uh, sorry, of our services while they're going on. Because of FOMO. We want to create a sense that people are missing something by not being here. Do for one. This is a principle from Andy Stanley where he says, do for one what you wish you could do for everyone. There's this mentality in church that if we have, um, you know, this special thing we're going to do, we have to be able to give it to everyone. And you don't. You don't have to be fair. You don't have to give to everyone. Everybody doesn't have the same budget. Everybody doesn't have the same resources. Everyone doesn't have the same access to different tools. It's not fair. And so when we think about how we're going to market something, we don't have to give... So everybody equal playing time. We don't. And when it comes to resources and marketing and everything, you can create a sense of, hey, I'm going to do for a small group of people what I wish I could do for this whole congregation. And why? Because it's a good thing to do. And when you post about it on social, you create either FOMO, you create the, uh, the scarcity, or you just create a sense of community that our church does cool stuff for people. But they understand. People will understand when you don't do something for everyone. All right, here's a tactic that I don't know, hear anybody talking about. The idea that you're doing a promotional event in order to promote after that event that you documented for another event. It's a way to promote after an event. So thinking about your events, is this something I can, I can promote it, but how am I going to use that event to catapult into the next event, so into the next thing? So how am I going to leverage the, the main, and main, the leverage the, uh, What's the word? Uh, it's Saturday, guys. Sorry. The the momentum of this one event and springboard into this other thing that's coming up that we want to promote. So it's post-event promo. 
Okay, I may not, ex- may not have explained that one really well, so I want to give a little bit more on post-event promo. And what I'm really talking about is momentum. That word momentum is huge because sometimes for your one event, it's different than the next event. And you can't use content like video and pictures or whatever from this event to promote the next event because that would make sense. So if you have like a a bounce house kind of fun event coming up and you want to use this like giveaway for, you know, Chick-fil-A coupon or whatever on, on the week before, that really doesn't have a lot to do with your bounce house deal. So it's hard to promote that. But what you are using is momentum. So because you've done something on a Saturday night, like for in our situation, because you've done something here before, you're building a little bit of an expectation for, oh, what could happen? Could something else happen on a Saturday night? Look, they've done one thing. They did two things. They released some silly videos. Saturday night kind of gets a cool you know, extra something, you know, because it's Saturday night because they want people to come. It's a, it's a little bit more relaxed or whatever it is you're trying to build. That's what we were trying to build is this momentum for going into Saturday night that caused people to think, man, there's a lot going on on Saturday nights, man. Look at this. We, and, and so when you're done with the event, you still post photos, you still post quotes, you still do things because you want people to go, I didn't come to Saturday night and I totally missed out. Look at this. So you're creating a sense that, hey guys, when we tell you something's going to be great, we're not kidding. Come to it. You know, it's like this post event marketing deal where you're kind of helping the next event be better because you're you're documenting the current event. And that's really what post event marketing really is about. It's about taking that momentum and trying to shove it into the next thing even if it's unrelated. Um, the other things were scarcity FOMO and do for one. I think we covered those pretty well. Scarcity is a big deal, man. It's, it's everyone wants to promote everything everywhere and you just can't do that. Scarcity is what makes people go. That's actually what makes our app work. I think I shared a little bit about that in the content, but our app is really successful. Um, we've had, we have 8,000 people at our church. We've had over 10,000 downloads and that thing gets launched six or 7,000 times a, a week because we marketed that as a companion to the weekend targeting our people who are already here. Now, because we did that, we we put things like message notes and some sermon extras and things like that for conferences or whatever are only found in the app. And because it's nowhere else, they have to get the app to get that stuff. So we try to make that stuff really stuff that they'd want or that's very helpful. Um, but we also kind of use it to say, you know, if you want it, you need to go get the message notes in our app. You know, that's kind of and, and that fear of missing out, like, oh, everybody's got the app. Everybody's doing this, <laughs> going to message notes. Obviously, that's a thing here we do. They're really helpful or whatever. And so people start to feel like, man, I should get the app. I need to go get the message notes. So we create scarcity FOMO FOMO. And then that do for one idea is, is, is probably the hardest one for churches because we feel like if we can't do it for everybody, we shouldn't do it. And some ideas, man, some ideas it's like, yeah, you need to do that for everybody. And that's a, that's a judgment call. There's no right or wrong answer that for that. You just need to decide what's my budget allow. What does, uh, you know, if I have to buy something or, how would people feel if we did just for a little bit? Would this really be a big deal or would they truly understand? So you have to judge your, your kind of uh, your culture at your church differently for that. So that's on you figure that out. But sometimes it is okay just to do for one, what you wish you could do for everyone. And it's okay if you run out or if you don't have enough, it's like, Hey, we're just, I mean, we didn't have to do anything at the end of the day. We didn't have to do anything. So 
be thankful. You know, it's like the and and sometimes there, and people won't be. You know, sometimes they'll be frustrated or angry or upset, and we and we'll feel bad about it. So you kind of have to gauge that. How how willing are you to say sorry? We ran out, but we were able to provide that for you, and we're really happy we could. Um, so you, you can create rules around that for whatever, but never let the fact that you might run out be a deterrent for doing the right thing. Um, the right thing in the moment is always what we're after. Sometimes you could say, let's just not do it, uh, or whatever. And that's judgment call. But if it's something like, let's help this person with, you know, um, let's buy a car for this person. If your church is like, we got some, a home group that wants to buy a car for this person in our group that has no, um, that has no money for a car and your home group gets together to do that. And you, your church is going to kick in like a thousand dollars out of a budget to get, make that happen. Document that just because you can't do that for every person that needs a car. doesn't mean you shouldn't do it for that person that needs a car. So that's an event. And what that creates is that creates a, a culture and, a, and it reinforces your values. It reinforces your, your mission statement. And it kind of displays your church at its best absolutely take something like that and let people know that you did it and don't feel guilty about that one bit. All right. So that's my four tips for marketing. Hopefully that's helpful for you. I'm so glad that you joined me today on the seminary of hard knocks. Go check out the show notes for this show at sethmuse.com slash 69. And you will find uh, the list of what the four uh, marketing tips are and some links and things like that. But just check out my blog. If you haven't ever read my blog, um, I enjoy writing. I enjoy the humor of writing. So hopefully you'll enjoy it too. Go check out some of the blogs that I've written on church communications at sethmuse.com. And I love to connect with you in our Facebook group at sethmuse.com slash group should take you right to the group and uh, connect with me there. I would love to connect with you and talk more communication stuff with you in that group. We have a good time and uh, I appreciate you guys listening so much. Thanks so much for paying attention. Have a great one. We'll see you. This episode of the Seminary of Hard Knocks podcast is brought to you by Nostalgia. Remember when we used to really be into that? 